Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash H-O-C-M or in the cardiology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Cardiomyopathy refers to disorders of the heart muscle. Cardio refers to the heart, myo refers to muscle, and pathy refers to disorders or disease. Hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy, shortened to HOCM or HOCM, is a condition where the left ventricle becomes hypertrophic with thickening of the muscle. This tends to asymmetrically affect the septum of the heart, bulging into the left ventricle, blocking the flow of blood out of the left ventricle. This is referred to as left ventricular outflow tract or LVOT obstruction. Hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy is associated with an increased risk of heart failure, myocardial infarction, arrhythmias, particularly atrial fibrillation and ventricular arrhythmias, and sudden cardiac death. Arrhythmias and sudden death often occur during exertion when there's increased demand on the heart. It's a notable cause of sudden cardiac death in young people, including high-performing athletes. Hokum is an autosomal dominant genetic condition resulting from a defect in the genes for sarcomere proteins. It occurs in about 1 in 500 people. Let's talk about the presentation. Most patients are asymptomatic, meaning they have no symptoms at all. Patients can present with non-specific symptoms, and these may come on during exertion. And these include shortness of breath, fatigue, dizziness, syncope, which is a loss of consciousness, chest pain, and palpitations. Severe cases may present with the symptoms of heart failure, for example, a cough, shortness of breath, orthopnea, or shortness of breath when lying flat, paroxysmal nocturnal dyspnea, which is waking up at night time with acute shortness of breath, and edema, or swelling in the legs and ankles. Asking about a family history of heart disease and sudden death is important as this is a genetic condition. However, it may occur in patients without a family history if a de novo or a new mutation has occurred. Examination findings include a ejection systolic murmur at the lower left sternal border which is louder on the valsalva manoeuvre, a fourth heart sound and a thrill at the lower left sternal border on palpation. If present, there may be signs of atrial fibrillation with an irregularly irregular pulse, mitral regurgitation, which causes a high-pitched pan-systolic murmur, and signs of heart failure. Let's talk about the investigations. An ECG may show left ventricular hypertrophy. A chest x-ray is usually normal. It may show signs of pulmonary edema if heart failure is present. An echocardiogram 
or a cardiac MRI scan is used to establish the diagnosis. Genetic testing may be considered to establish the affected genes. Next, let's talk about management. Management depends on the severity and the symptoms. Options for management include beta blockers, surgical myectomy, which involves surgically removing the part of the heart muscle that's causing the obstruction, alcohol septal ablation, which is a catheter-based, minimally invasive procedure to shrink the obstructing tissue. Implantable cardioverter defibrillators may be used in those at risk of sudden cardiac death or ventricular arrhythmias. And finally, in severe, difficult-to-manage cases, a heart transplant is an option. Patients are advised to avoid intense exercise, heavy lifting and becoming dehydrated. ACE inhibitors and nitrites are avoided as they can worsen the left ventricular outflow tract obstruction. Patients are also offered genetic counselling and their relatives may be tested. Let's go through the potential outcomes and complications. There's a spectrum of outcomes in hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy. Most patients will have minimal symptoms and a normal lifespan. Patients may develop arrhythmias, for example atrial fibrillation, mitral regurgitation, heart failure and in some cases sudden cardiac death. Next let's go through the other types of cardiomyopathy. There's a long list of different types of cardiomyopathy. We're not going to go through these in great detail, but there's a few that are worth being aware of. Dilated cardiomyopathy is a condition where the heart muscle becomes thin and dilated. This may be a genetic condition or secondary to other conditions, for example, myocarditis. Alcohol-induced cardiomyopathy is a type of dilated cardiomyopathy caused by the long-term use of alcohol. Restrictive cardiomyopathy is when the heart muscle becomes stiff and rigid, causing impaired ventricular filling during diastole, which means due to the stiffness, the ventricles are unable to relax, meaning they can't fill efficiently during relaxation. Arrhythmogenic Cardiomyopathy is a genetic condition where the heart muscle is progressively replaced with fibrofatty tissue. It becomes prone to ventricular arrhythmias, and this is a notable cause of sudden cardiac death in young people, including high performing athletes. And finally, Takotsubo cardiomyopathy is a condition with a rapid onset of left ventricular dysfunction and weakness. This often follows severe emotional stress, for example the death of a long-term partner. For this reason, it's known as broken heart syndrome. And Takotsubo cardiomyopathy tends to get better spontaneously with time. So thanks for listening to this episode on hypertrophic obstructive cardiomyopathy. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you like these episodes, consider becoming a member of the Zero to Finals Patreon, where you'll get early access to the podcast episodes as well as the YouTube videos, and you'll also get access to the members area where there are digital flashcards 
and a full question bank with multiple choice questions, short answer questions, and extended matching questions. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll go on to talk about atrial fibrillation.